everybody. I'm Jim Ford. And I'm Dan... Wait a second. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm Jason Grice. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 61. Yeah, episode 61. We got a huge episode planned, don't we, Jason? Awesome. I mean, our detailed notes on this? Wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Let's, uh, let's jump right in. There's something that... Oh, yeah, we should probably tell everybody we have no plan for this episode. Yeah, none whatsoever. <laughs> this is basically just us talking about junk, but it should be pretty entertaining anyway. Hey, you're an entertaining guy. <laughs> Thanks, I try. And you, you, you too, you too, Jason. Don't don't cut yourself any short. Well, I'm not short. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so as some of you are hearing, we have Jason joining us tonight, and not Dan. Hello. <laughs> the way that things are going right now, Dan has kind of a crazy schedule at work for the course of the summer. So Dan is not going to be on as often as he normally is, which is basically every episode. So maybe he'll be on, you know, every other episode, every third episode or something like that. But don't worry, because, you know, tonight tonight we don't have a lot really planned, you know, <laughs> in the technical sense. But, but we'll have some, some awesome stuff planned in the future. So, uh, you know, until Dan comes back full-time, we got Jason. Woohoo! I know I'm no Dan Kersky. Um, and, no, <laughs> I, I'm being... Thank God! <laughs> <laughs> we don't need two Dans. Okay, we don't need two Jasons, I understand that as well. <laughs> the, the world would implode if there was another one of me. Uh, but I, I know that when we start doing some analysis of the books and whatnot, um... I know that I won't be able to go as in-depth and as knowledgeable as Dan, but I will do my best. Awesome. Okay, so you have a link that I just sent you. Yes. And this is a link to the brand new costume design for Wonder Woman. Uh, with issue 600, they just uh, they revamped the whole Wonder Woman line. Uh, JMS is going to be taking over with a brand new story, and she's getting a new costume that was designed by Jim Lee. So if you want to click that link and let me know what you think. Okay. Bear with my super slow computer. Okay. Eagerly anticipating. This is like looking at your photos all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everybody knows, hopefully sometime this month I'll be getting... Hello, Daisy. I'll be getting a new computer. <laughs> Daisy thinks I need a new computer now. Yeah, definitely trying to scroll down, but it's still loading. <laughs> what? You see it? Okay. So she's going the Superboy route with the leather jacket? Uh, I'm not a fan. You're not a fan? No, I'm not a fan. Okay, wow. so, well, let's, well, this, well, to describe it for the listeners, the new costume, in case you have not seen it, well, first off, the biggest change is that now Wonder Woman has black pants. And a leather jacket. Yeah, and a blue uh, leather jacket. A half jacket. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's no longer like the traditional, I guess, swimsuit kind of bra thing that she has. Now it's a lot more covered up. Which, that, that part doesn't matter, but that does not look regal or <laughs> royal in any way. And I understand regal and royal pretty much mean the same thing, but that's horrid. Well... Um, they, she also has a new origin to go along with that costume. So, 
the fact that it doesn't look regal and royal, I mean, that kind of fits into the new design. So, yeah, we, we described the jacket. Right. <laughs> the short blue jacket. It's now like a new kind of like, almost like a gauntlet as opposed to the golden bracelets. Right. Her her origin now is much more, you know, uh, aligned with Superman in that she was smuggled off Paradise Island just before it was destroyed. Oh, come on. Yep. I'm not reading that book. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, I mean, like, you got JMS that's going to be writing it. And, right. and I love his Thor stuff. Yeah, and also his Brave and the Bold, his DC Brave and the Bold. Did he write the, um, the one with Wonder Woman, Zatanna, and Batgirl? Yes, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, like, and he also is taking on Superman, uh, and he uh, he wrote the story in Superman 700 also. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll get to that in a couple minutes. But, uh, yeah, so Super, Wonder Woman number 600 came out this week, and, you know, aside from a ton of pinups and a bunch of other little stories, it has this, this basically the prelude to the next, you know, whoever knows how many issues of storyline, you know, written by JMS. Right. And, uh, yeah, based on his Brave and the Bold stuff, like, I was inclined to, you know, go for it and be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll try it out. Yeah, I've always wanted to get into Wonder Woman. and Really? You know, maybe, yeah, yeah, well, you know, they no, say... I, I was, I was going for a sexual joke on there, but go ahead. Oh. I've always wanted to get into Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay, yeah, right over my head. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, like, the character, it's just, it never really appealed to me too much. Like, until the, the Blackest Night, the Wonder Woman Blackest Night. Right. So, you know, I was willing to give it a shot. And now I'm looking at this, and, you know, the costume... I don't really have so much of a problem with it except for the jacket. Right. You know, like, I, I can understand the idea of the pants, you know. What about the choker? <sighs> yeah, the choker's kind of odd. Doesn't seem like... Well, I, well even the choker, if it's if it serves as, like, almost like an armor for your neck. Yeah, I can see that. You know, I don't is, ever... that, is that the tiniest hint of a tiara underneath her hair? Yes, yes it is. Yeah, so... It, you know, a lot of the costume I can I can be okay with, but the jacket is, like, so 90s. Yeah. It's just, like, what was Jim Lee thinking? I think it needs more pockets. <laughs> Everything's better with pockets. Yes, and pouches. We need pockets and pouches. So, I don't know. The whole concept as far as Wonder Woman, you know, she's basically jump-started now. It's a whole new origin, whole new-looking character. The the thing that I'm really wondering is like how does this fit into everything else? Right. Especially with the you know her killing uh, Max. Right. From uh, Justice League. You know that whole thing. It's it just doesn't fit. You know it's it's just really really odd. Yeah. Okay. So like I said before, I I don't mind the costume. I don't love the jacket, and I don't definitely don't like the origin. I don't care for it at all, completely, to be completely honest. I really don't. I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, talk smack or nothing, but... Yeah. I, I really don't care for it one bit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure why they went so drastic with the changes. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to maybe something a little more 
fun. <laughs> okay. Why don't you share a story? Oh, Wonder Woman story. This one's a great one. Or I like it anyways. Okay. Um, many, many, many years ago, when uh, the Justice League animated series was out, they came out with the Justice League maquettes. And I had been out of comics for several years and hadn't been into a comic book shop many, many years. And the PlayStation 2 had just came out. Or not just came out, but it had been out for a while. And money was really tight in our household. Um, I was the only one working. But I had we had broken down and got a PlayStation 2. So I had sold my original PlayStation and a lot of games and controller to a buddy of mine for 100 bucks. And my wife is the chief financial officer of the house. And I, she totally forgot I had this money. So I was like a small child with money in his pocket. And I just couldn't wait to spend it because she, she'd forgotten about it. So I like was waiting to see if she was going to say anything about it. Yeah. And she didn't say anything. So I'm like, yes, I got $100 in my pocket. So <laughs> um, I had just gotten promoted at work to an assistant store director for uh, for a grocery store. And, you know, I was in a meeting, and I was driving home from my meeting, and I saw a comic book store, and I'm like, man, I haven't been in a comic book store in forever. Let me go in there and just check out, see what's going on. Yeah, that was mistake number one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I walk in, and I'm looking at the books, and then all of a sudden I see the statue of Wonder Woman from the Justice League. That was the first one released. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. Because I, I watched all the cartoons and the animated series and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm like, that, that's really cool. And I'm talking to the owner of the establishment, and uh, he's like, yeah, he's, they're going to do all seven. <laughs> and I'm like, I immediately go to Batman. I mean, back then, for me, and I still, Batman's my favorite character, but I, I immediately went to Batman. I'm like, oh, man, that'd be so cool to have all of them and like have them lined up. And... I'm like, well, which one in the seven is this? He goes, this is the first one. I'm like, oh, man. And I have this $100 in my pocket. Right now, it's like red hot burning. <laughs> and, and he goes, not to put any pressure on you, but, you know, once you get to, like, three and four, you can't find one and two anymore because they're limited to whatever the, the limited on the run was. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, how much is it? Eighty nine ninety nine plus tax. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm like, this is a sign from God. He wants me to buy Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, at, at this point, I mean, I can't remember what year it was, but I, my marriage was relatively new. And, <laughs> and you know, we I tell my wife about everything. If I spent $2 on something at work to eat, I would, like, call her. I'm like, hey, I took $2 out of the bank, you know, just to let you know. You know, because she, <laughs> she was in charge of finances. It's not like she was a slave driver or anything. It's just, you know, I like to let her know what was going on. Right. But I had this hundred dollars in my pocket that she didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, how many do you have? And he goes, well, I have this one and one more. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you know, it, perfect salesman. He's like, yeah, like I said, once you find, once they get to three and four, you're not going to be able to find one and two and they're going to release them every other month. And I'm like, you got one more in the back and just this one? He's like, yeah, that's it. I'm like, oh, wrap it up. <laughs> so oh, man. He saw I you coming. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So I purchased Wonder Woman for $89.99 plus tax. And I'm driving home, and I opened my garage, and I'm like, I cannot walk in there 
with the $100 statue and just expect my wife to be okay with this. No, no, not at all. So I'll do the smart thing and hide it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Mistake number two. Um, So my wife is five foot two. And so in the garage, we have shelving, and I go all the way to the top of the shelves, <laughs> and I move some stuff, and she's in the box still, wrapped up in a bag. So I put the bag behind stuff, and I put stuff in front of it, and I'm like, all right, I think I'm safe. So I go in the house, and then I, you know, I tell her, I'm like, hey, baby, you know, I, I was driving home, and I stopped at a comic book store. And they had, you know, a Wonder Woman statue from the Justice League. It's really, really cool. And they're going to do all seven. She's like, well, that's cool. And I'm like, you know, can I buy it? Well, how much is it? I'm like, it's expensive. And I'm like, how expensive? Or she's like, how expensive? And I'm like, it's pretty expensive. She's like, like $350? I'm like, it's not that expensive. Can I buy it? And she's like, well, how much? I'm like, it's 100 bucks. Well, we'll see if we can work into the budget, you know, and we'll figure it out. I'm like, all right, that's cool. No pressure. I'll, I'll wait till you decide. And she's like, okay. So I had went to work, and every day during my lunch, I'd call her just to check in. It's like, hey, what's going on? How's your day going? And so I called her. It had like, been like a few days. And I'm like, so what's going on? How's your day? She's like, oh, I'm getting ready to clean out the garage. I'm like, whoa, what? She's like, yeah, I'm going to clean up the garage. I'm like, baby, don't do that. That's man's work. Let me do that. You know, <laughs> I'll take care of the garage and the backyard, stuff like that. Don't worry about the garage. That's, I'm man. Don't, let, let me do that. No, no, no. It's okay. I got it. I'm like, great. Oh, so the whole rest of the day, I'm sweating this, right? Yeah. So I get home, nothing. Didn't find it. Nothing at all. And I'm like, awesome. So the next day, I'm at work. And I'm telling people who, who do not know my wife really. I mean, they've seen her when she's come in, but they, it's not like they talk to her or anything. Right. And I'm like, I feel really, really bad, but I got away with it. And <laughs> I was really gloating. And that's mistake number three. <laughs> and so I got home that day. And like I said, my wife is five foot two. So I, I pulled into the garage. And this is the same, like the next day from her cleaning the garage, the same day that I was gloating. And I open up the door into the kitchen from the garage, and my wife is standing there with a scowl on her face, <laughs> arms crossed, just, she looked like she was 20 feet tall. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with you? She's like, am I that bad? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, am I that bad? You have to hide this? And she sidesteps, and Wonder Woman is out of the box, sitting on the counter. I'm like, where did you find that at? And then she said that, because like I said, I just got promoted, so we had bought a big screen TV. Um, the TV that was downstairs went to our room. My mother-in-law was staying with us at the time. The TV that was in that room went to my mother-in-law's room, and she didn't have cable. So her brother was over, and they were looking for rabbit ears until we got cable hooked up. Oh. So he's climbing around, looking for rabbit ears, and he's like, what's this? So I'm like, I'm going to kill you. you know? I, mean, yeah. I, was, I was ready to go. And then... You know, she was, like, almost in tears, like, mad. Not just mad because I bought it, but more mad because I hid it from her. Yeah. And she's like, look, you work hard. If you want something that bad, you can have it. And she's, like, yelling at me. And then, you know, when she's done, she's, like, looking at me, waiting for me to respond. I'm like, can I get the other six? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then, you know, she just turned around and walked away. (laughs) So I kind of left it at that. And, um, 
So needless to say, we, we worked it in the budget, and they ended up coming out with another seven because they had eight all together. They added Aquaman to it. Yeah. So um, I have the, the entire set, and that had to have happened like 10 years ago. And still to this day, this very day, um, we'll be out looking around and stuff like, wow, that's really cool. It's like, what are you going to do, buy it and hide it in the garage like Wonder Woman? So <laughs> I, I never will ever live this down, ever. Oh, man. But that, that's, that's my Wonder Woman story. So, I mean, at this point, I guess you've seen that you actually can find statue number one when three and four come out. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I can still find Wonder Woman. <laughs> I, I'm just, like, you're telling me the story, and I'm like, yeah, I have a comic shop locally that has them all. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he suckered me, and I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> oh, man. Now, you see, there was one other mistake that you made. Oh, I made several, sir. <laughs> Yeah, the one other mistake that you made was that you, like, you talked to her about it just after you bought it. I was trying to ease her into it. Well, you see, if you had already bought it with magical money that she didn't know about, right. then it could have been, I was at the comic, you know, I happened to stop at a comic book store, and I filled out a raffle ticket because they were ha having a special giveaway that week. Then how <laughs> would I get the other six? <laughs> I needed to, to build it up. Well, no, because up, if, no, 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 listen. Oh, then I need to complete the whole set. I got yeah, you. Yeah, you won the first one. Now you buy the rest. Right, right, right. That That's smart. Oh, man. And she figures out finally that I had $100 and where'd it go? And I tell her I lied to her about that, too. That wouldn't have been pretty either. So uh, I was screwed no matter which way I went. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we we kind of have an understanding now. That, you know, I don't go crazy on stuff. Well, I, I think I don't go crazy, but I guess if you look around at my toys, I, I, some people could say I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't go crazy. But, like, if there's, like, a set or a series that I, I decide I'm going to go ahead and try and get a whole set, she kind of understands. Yeah. But when that stuff becomes available or if I find it, I'm not going to wait, you know, till we have more money because with my luck, it won't be there anymore. Yeah. Oh. Uh... Oh, now, now speaking of collectibles that you collect, why don't you tell us uh, an update about your uh, acquisitions of the Black Black as Night figures? Oh, I'm so pumped with these now. I'm, I'm only missing, I think, five altogether now, and that's including all the exclusives and all the sets that have come out so far. I currently have, let's see, we'll go from left to right, uh, Blackest Night, or a Black, Black Lantern, Martian Manhunter, Black Lantern, Black Hand, Black Lantern, Aquaman, Black Lantern, Firestorm, Black Lantern, Wonder Woman, who's not in a jacket, um, <laughs> Star Sapphire, Carol Ferris, uh, Larflees, Crib, Boudica, Kyle Rayner, Ariza, and all the exclusives that have come out. The blue, green, yellow, orange, red, black Hal Jordan, and the white Sinestro. So I'm missing, let's see, uh, St. Walker, Atrocitus, Black Lantern, Earth 2 Superman, Jon Stewart, my son's coaching me from downstairs. <laughs> uh, I think that's it. So I, I'm avidly hunting those now. Well, the uh, Atrocitus and St. Walker, and I think Superman, Black Lantern Superman, are all going to be re-released. 
Now, when they're re-released, is it going to say re-release on where it says Series 1 and Series 2? It usually doesn't. Okay. Uh, they may go for, like, a different packaging. Like a, See, like a slight work. different... Well, I mean, it's going to be the Blackest Night packaging. But, right. like, instead of saying, like, Wave 1 or Wave 2, it may say, like, uh, Wave Best Of or something like that. Yeah, I don't think that'll work for me either. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's oh. a sickness. I can't help it. Oh, that now that is a sickness. <laughs> oh, That's man. just like at Comic-Con last year, it, how you pointed out on the forums, I have my 25th anniversary uh, Soundwave. Yes. Well, th- this year they're coming out with Blaster. So I have to buy that because they're a set. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, actually, I uh, was able to find a Star Sapphire, um, Carol Ferris, as a Star Sapphire member. Mm-hmm. Um, I found finally found a paint job that, like, didn't completely bug me, so I, I picked right. that up. Cool deal. Yeah, the, uh, oh, and, and then you have, like, all the other figures that are going to be coming down the line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those I'll be picking up. I've got to deal with uh, the LCS to put those aside. Very cool. Oh, yeah, there was another another toy that I had picked up recently. Oh, what'd you get? Well, you know the uh, Imaginext lines? Oh, yes. They have... It started out with a lot of Batman-type characters, but right. now they're like kind of doing a few others here and there. They did one Green Lantern which is like a Green Lantern, and it comes with a uh, like an airplane, like a green construct airplane. Right. And, like, I saw this... Actually, I saw it on Free Comic Book Day. There was a, com- a comic book store that we went into that had it. They wanted, like, $20 for it, so, like, there was no way I was going to spend that much. Right. But, uh, like, I saw it in a Target, got it for 11 bucks, and it's, like, it's a really cool toy. Did you open it up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely that, definitely. Um, it's... The figure has, like, surprising articulation for the size of it. It's, like, maybe, like, uh, an inch or two, like, two inches or so. Uh-huh. The, uh, it's got, like, uh, like two joints in the arms, so you get, like, a, a lot of possibility wow. there. Yeah. A two, actually, two, joint, two joints in the elbow. Uh, not, not the elbow, the, uh, the shoulder. Wow. So it's not like a ball joint, but it, it right. works almost like that. Sure. Um, and then you know it it comes with a vehicle. The vehicle shoots missiles. It's uh like I like it just because it's cool looking and it's a different style of Green Lantern toy. But like if you're buying this for like you know a young child or something like that, like I, I can imagine them like really getting a kick out of it. Toys aren't for kids. They're <laughs> <laughs> totally for kids. I'm just a big oh. kid. <laughs> oh, I'm a very large child. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, for Father's Day, I received, like, I had had the DC Universe Wave 11. The only one I had had that I was really looking for was uh, Cyborg Superman. Because he has the the Sinestro outfit and the rings on. Right. And uh, my kids, they, they picked up a few for me. So I got Jon Stewart, Dead Man, and Shark. So the only one I'm missing to complete the Kilowog build a figure or Kat Matui and the question, I don't really need Steppenwolf for the stand because the stand doesn't like have anything on it. So now I'm actively looking for those. 
And then another thing I got for Father's Day was uh, uh, a GPS navigational system. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So now you <laughs> can find Tom. you can find all the uh, the toy shops around. Yes. <laughs> so not only that, but because it's Tom Tom. Um, well, right before Father's Day, my wife said, hey, I need to go do some Father's Day shopping. I'll drop you off at the mall, and then i got to go take care of some things nearby. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So she ends up calling me. I'm reading some comic books in the, the food court, and she calls me, and she's like, you know, it's going to ruin the surprise, but I need you to come over to Best Buy, which is right across this like a uh, uh, street. Right. And I'm like, all right. So I go over there. And she starts leading me around, like, all these fake places. Like, oh, you, we'll go look at the computers. I'm like, okay, no, just kidding. We're going to go over here to the toys. Oh, just kidding. Or the, the video games. Just kidding. So she takes me over to the navigation. So she's like, all right, which one do you want? And they had one of the TomToms was, uh, like, lifetime updates on maps and traffic. So that was cool. But I want a TomTom specifically because if you go online, you can <laughs> download Darth Vader's voice. To, to talk to voice navigation. So, we just got it the other day, so I haven't had a chance to play with it yet. Yeah. But I'm gonna download Darth Vader's voice, and then this month, July, they're gonna have. They already have Darth Vader and C3PO. <laughs> and this month in July, they're coming out with Yoda, and the next month is Han Solo. So I'm gonna have Darth Vader and Yoda. So when someone comes in, I'm like, you want the light side of the force or the dark side of the force? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You know what that's going to be great for? What's that? Super Show next year. Absolutely. <laughs> because it is horrible, horrible getting lost in Reading, PA. Oh, and it's easy. It's easy to get lost in Reading. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But yeah, so this is this is the this is the odd segue. There's some Super Show news. Yes, there is. Would you like to illuminate the listeners? Super Show 2011. The dates have been announced, and it's going to be April 30th and May 1st. So um, it works out. It's not on my wife's birthday weekend, which was April 2nd. So this year, unfortunately, I won't be able to do the Super Chauffeur and picking people up and whatnot, and I'm not going to be able to hit 3rd and Spruce afterwards. But uh, making his second convention experience... Um, my son will be traveling with me to uh, Reading, PA, and he will be at Super Show with me. <laughs> I just realized why you can't go to Third and Spruce. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's almost tall enough to be twenty-one. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, just kidding. But um, oh, yeah, man. so I mean that's a little disappointing. But being able to share that experience with my son far outweighs the fact that I won't be able to do those kinds of things. Um, he was really bummed out this year that he couldn't go. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of made a deal with him that uh, he can go every other year. So one year it'll be daddy's trip, and the next year it'll be a, a father-son trip till he decides he doesn't want to hang out with me anymore. <laughs> oh. oh man, I don't know. That's a fun trip. I might uh, I, I might be willing to put up with my father just to. Uh... <laughs> and I mean, we we have a lot in common. I mean, yeah. He's kind of like my best friend. So. <laughs> I mean, we we eagerly await our uh, DCBS orders to show up, you know, and then we trade comic books because he orders some with his his allowance, and then I order other ones, and then he's always like, are you getting this one? And I'm like, if I don't get it, are you getting it? Because we're trying to figure out who's going to spend the money on which book. <laughs> so uh, uh-huh. he's pretty much, aside from 
you know, uh, like Brightest Day and stuff in the Green Lantern. He's pretty much into Marvel. So that kind of works out. He'll pick up some Marvel books, and I'll read some of those, and then he'll read all these DC books. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, just for the record, my dad's awesome, and I would hang out with him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's awesome. So, yeah, so now we have we have dates. So if anybody out there is thinking about it, think fast. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, it's literally like 11 months away, but I'm already trying to, you know, plan stuff, and I'll figure out, like, oh, okay, well, one, I can bring my TomTom navigation system and have Darth Vader talking to me while I'm in <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yeah. And then, you know, just trying to figure out different stuff that we'll be able to do, uh, me and my son. Yeah. You know, just hanging out, because everybody else will be out doing other stuff. Yeah, well, I, uh, I'm definitely, I think, looking, well, I'm definitely looking forward to that more than I am looking for the New York Comic Con this year. Right. It's like, it's just such a more, much more relaxing show. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I only have San Diego and and uh, Super Show to base it on, but <laughs> <laughs> I went from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Are you going to San Diego again this year? I really wanted to go, but uh, the tickets sold out faster than I purchased them. Yeah. And I found out I wouldn't have been able to go anyways because my new position at work is a grocery manager, and we have inventory the Monday after Comic-Con, so there's no way I'd have been able to take that week off. Right. Uh, so that's a little, little disappointing, but we have contacts, and I will get my blaster. You will what? Blaster. The oh, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> and then so they have a... Uh, Prowl as Transformers Mighty Mug, uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive, so I'll have to get that one picked up for me as well. I saw, what was it, Entertainment Earth had a bunch of San Diego Comic Con exclusives? Do they? They had, yeah, they had a few, and there were some where you can order them now and they would mail them to you after the convention. And then there were a few others where you order it now and then can only, like, pick it up at the convention. Right. And, you know, at first I was thinking, like, well, okay, so then I guess I can only really worry about the stuff that, you know, uh, they can mail. And then I realized, like, you know, <laughs> with everybody that we know now, like, realistically, if, if there was something that, you know, I wanted to order, I could probably find somebody to pick it up for me. Yeah, like uh, Wonder Twins and Gleek. <laughs> well, I mean, that stuff you couldn't pre-order ahead of time. Right, right. Um, but I'm looking at the stuff that, you know, you can pre-order, and the only thing that I thought was actually, like, really cool was they had a lion statue. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's, uh, this, this one company is now going to be making, like, action figure statues. It's like a statue, like, the size of an action figure, but without any articulation. Uh, what size base? 12 inch, 6 inch? Uh, 6 inch, like, right around 6 inch, yeah. Okay, cool. And, yeah, like, all, all, like, the classic designs of Thundercats. And, like, the exclusive is going to be Lion-O with, uh, you know, holding the Sword of Omens with the Cat Shield. So I'm like, wow, that's really cool. And they said that, yeah, well, you know, more are going to be, you know, like a, a different, a slightly different design is going to be available at retail, you know, not long afterwards. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder. It's like, how much is this? And they sell the thing for, like, 60 bucks. Oh, my wife is going to hate you. Why? 
because I'm going to have to get it. Really? Dude, I don't care. It, Thundercats, I, I, there are certain items that as long as, like, the, the, the Maddie Collector stuff or the He-Man, that stuff goes too quick. There's no way I'd ever be able to get that. Well, what about but, the subscription service? I, I've even, people that are on the subscription service say that they can't even get stuff sometimes. No. Really? Well, speaking of somebody on the subscription service. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't going to, but when they uh, had the exclusive Wondar that you can only get by joining the subscription, uh-huh. I had to join up. So you can pre-order them? No, it's not even pre-ordering. It's like, when you're on the subscription service, then they automatically bill you once a month for one action figure, and then they send you that action figure. Oh, man. Yeah, so, like, if you're in the subscription service, like, if you, you just... You just get it automatically. Yeah, if you only wanted, like, those figures. Now, I mean, the problem, you know, that came up was, well, for one, I only started getting the figures, like, this year, basically. Right. You know, like, my first figure was Hero. So... Sure. I never got any of the previous ones. So, like, even though I'm on the subscription, like, I was still going there to get the reissues. Right, right. Uh, and then they had the the oversized figures. They had Battle Cat. They had a, one of the Giants, and I wanted those. So you got to be on to order those. But next year, when they have the subscription again, it's going to be for every figure except for the reissues. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so, like, if you want, like, uh, you know, Panthor or, you know, the Nexus Giant or whatever, you sign up for that service and you just get everything. Oh, that's not good news for me. <laughs> that's good news for me, just not my wallet. Yeah, if you were to sign up now, like, most likely they'll end up reissuing every figure that's come so far. Oh, no. Yeah. I feel money evaporating from my wallet. Yeah, no, it's it's not so bad because it's not a lot of money, you know, each month. Right. But uh you know How like much are they each? Like twenty dollars a piece. That's not bad. Plus shipping. Right. Um and then the oversized figures are a bit more. Oh, and then they also have a quarterly figure now, which is like they take one of the older figures and they like, you know, do a redeco. Like they took right. They had Skeletor, and one of the quarterly figures was Keldor. Oh, cool. Um, so I just got that one. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a really cool line, and the way I look at it is, like, for one, they're awesome to look at. They're, you know, really cool display figures. And I grew up with He-Man, and eventually, like, you know, not too long from now, I'm going to have kids. Right. And, you know, hopefully... So you want to tell us? Oh, no, no, not yet. <laughs> no, a couple of years down the road. But, you know, I'm going to have, uh, hopefully I'll have a son. And, you know, like, I'll, I'd really like to be able to share He-Man. Just to let you know. Yeah. If you really, really want to, your daughters will like it, too. Well, that, yeah, that, that's that's true. Especially with the, the She-Ra and Adora figures. Yes. But, um, yeah, so... That, that's that's part of my justification for getting them anyway. Oh. That's awesome. Yeah, no, they're they're very cool. I actually just started, uh, you know, putting them on display 
recently. But uh, let me give you a word of advice. Yeah. Um, when your potential son or daughter looks at you with those big, big eyes and they tell you, "But daddy, I don't have a Nightwing." <laughs> Don't give it to them because they're just going to open it up and lose it. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hopefully at that point I'll be able to just be like, you know what? I don't need these figures anymore. Here you go, son or daughter. And then I'll smack you across the face. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. Right, no, I mean, yeah, your, your son probably got, what, a good week, two weeks enjoyment out of that Nightwing figure? Yeah, he, I mean, he still has it. It's in his, it's in his room in the black pit of his, uh, the black <laughs> hole of his uh, toy box. It's not in the black hole of the toy box anymore, Boog. Oh, he has it out now. He felt guilty. And most of the accessories. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see? Well, did you see the the, the new three pack? No, which one? They just came out with a new Justice League Unlimited three pack. It comes with a Batgirl, a Penguin, and Nightwing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. What version of Nightwing? Is he, like, black and blue? I think so. I'm pretty sure. It might be, <laughs> like, a, a metallic blue. Right. See, but once again, it's not going to be the right packaging, so I'll have to eventually get that Nightwing again. Oh, yeah. Well, it's I mean, not enough to me that I have the figure. It's, that's not the way it's supposed to look. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, with the with the He-Man figures, like, I'm getting the reissues, and, you know, it has, like, a sticker to differentiate. It says, you know, the original Masters of the Universe or whatever. Oh, right. Um, but, uh, you know, it's like, the figure's the same. So, you know, that's basically what I'm getting it for. That's cool. Anyway. Hey, let me interject real quick. Um, okay. My middle child, oldest daughter, Jasmine, is writing me notes vigorously. Um, and she's wanting to say hi. Okay. So, without further ado, uh, Princess Jasmine Bell. Don't get all shy now. <laughs> Come on, talk. Hi. Hi, Jasmine. Oh, hold on. Let me let me share the earbuds. There you go. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Jasmine. Hi. How you doing? Good. <laughs> All right, can I get back to work now? Yes. <laughs> awesome. No. Love you. Bye. Did you say bye-bye? Say bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> you want to talk too, little one? No, she runs, the little one runs away as she knocks her. You want to talk? Okay, hold on. Here's the earpiece. You got to listen, okay? That's Jim on this phone. Okay. No, listen. Listen. No, it's, listen, it's Jim. Say hi. Hi. Hello. Good. <laughs> All right, bye, princess. All right, I'm back. What's what's your youngest daughter's name? Trinity. Trinity. Yes. So what else has been going on? Oh, let's see. Uh, actually, the uh, the new issue of Green Lantern came out this week. Which I have not read yet. You have not read it yet. It's uh, issue not. 55. I won't spoil it. Yeah, you won't. I won't spoil it. Can I tell you what appears as a backup? No. Okay. I See, now, oh, you can't do stuff like that to me. <laughs> That's not right. Gosh, uh, man. If you were on the uh, the, face, uh, the Facebook page or the, the forums, they've already uh, started mentioning 
what the backup is of. Fine, go ahead. Okay, this is spoilers. I'm just going to say what it is. I'm not going to go into it, but... Green Lantern number 55 has a backup tale, Tales of the Red Lantern Corps, and it features the origin of Dexstar. No way! Yes. I don't know if I'm going to wait for DCBS now. I might have to go to the comic book store and pick it up. Yeah, it's it's written by Jeff Johns, and it's drawn by Shane Davis. Oh, that is just a whole bunch of awesomeness. Yeah, yeah, no, it's... Like, <laughs> I did not know that this was coming, and I'm right. flipping through, and I see this, and, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God! <laughs> oh, it's it's so good. It's so good. I mean, like, it's amazing. It's absolutely just amazing. Oh, man. Oh, God. So, what you call it? So, as far as things that are, you know, new going on, I actually contacted Shane Davis about, like, buying the artwork. Uh-huh. And, like, I think right now he's looking to sell it as, like, a set, but, like, the whole story. How many uh, pages? Six pages. Okay. So, but if, if he decides to split it up, then I am, like, I'm all over one of these pages in particular. What's he looking for for the... Uh... He's uh he's looking for I think eleven hundred. Damn. Yeah. So, but he had somebody that was interested in like the whole set of them. So I don't know if uh, if it's gonna go. Well, we should get like six pages, so everybody gets like one hundred seventy five, hundred eighty five dollars. <laughs> Put it all together, and then we divvy it up. Well, you know, the only problem with that is that there are some pages which are clearly better than others. So then what we'll do is we'll pretend like we're doing, like, a raffle on who gets what page. <laughs> and you get your first pick. It was my idea, so I get the second pick. <laughs> and then oh, we'll, man. But it will be a raffle. Oh, <laughs> uh, You know, it's funny because, like, there are – there's three pages – in this that are like just amazing there's one page that's like really great and then there's just like one page which is okay right. um but uh oh man it's <laughs> yeah chilling. yeah when you when you get this you're gonna be like oh my god in fact i want to know like text me when you get it just so that you can tell me what what your thoughts are on it i i honestly i might because I mean, this is ridiculous, and it's showing up in DCBS shipment next week. But <laughs> I gotta take my daughters to my mother-in-law's house after we record. Yeah, I might stop. There's a comic book way store. There's a comic book store on the way home. Oh man, <laughs> so I might stop in and pick it up. I, you know, we were we were considering reviewing Green Lantern and Green Lantern Four this episode, and right. you know, I told you no because. I don't want you to have to rebuy comics. Right. But when I thought about Green Lantern 55, I said to myself, well, he's probably not going to feel bad if he has a second copy of this. <laughs> I mean, in the second copies, I can just give to my son, so it's not like they would go to complete waste. Yeah. It, yeah it's just... The Green Lantern core, that you definitely don't need a, a second copy of. Right. But, yeah, Green Lantern number 55, like, 
I could see somebody buying more than one copy just because this backup tale is so good. Like, if, if, if anybody out there is waiting for the trade, I don't know. You might want to just get this one and just read the backup tale. Hold on one second. Hey, Christian, come here, please. I'm going to let you tell my son, and we'll get his uh, live reaction Okay. On, on what it is. Get up here. He was playing uh, Transformers War for Cybertron. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put one of these earbuds in your ear. Uh, Jim is going to tell you what the backup story is to Green Lantern. So I want your reaction on Mike. All right, go ahead. Hey, Christian. Hey. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. The Green Lantern number 55 backup tale is a tale of the Red Lantern Corps, and it features the origin of Dexstar. Sweet! Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's oh, that's really awesome. Now, do we wait for a DCBS, or do we stop off at the comic book store on the way home? Stop off at the comic book store. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a sec, though. See, here's the thing that really irritates me, is when, when my son and I go to the comic book store together, yeah. and then we leave and we start driving home... I have to drive the car. And he gets to read it. Yes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't... The, the, no! Oh, <laughs> you're driving. Man. You're 12, but you're driving home. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, Christian. Say good evening. Good evening. Good night. See ya. <laughs> yeah, so... I think I'm going to have to pick it up on my way home. Yeah. Oh, that just depends. Oh, I think the comic store closes at seven. Oh shoot! Wow. Oh. I might have to stop off on my way there. <laughs> <laughs> oh was... man. Oh well, That's... you know, if you don't, you'll just have to wait. Oh, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> oh. Okay, so let's uh, let's speed this up a little. Yeah, can we? Uh... <laughs> Oh man! Come on, let's go here. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we've we've been recording for a while. Okay, so one other thing that I wanted to mention was Superman Seven Hundred. Uh huh. Uh, do you have this on pre-order? I do not. You don't. Okay, no. so, so similar to the Wonder Woman Six Hundred, uh, another you know big giant size issue. It's right. Five dollar cover price, so you know that doesn't that's not awesome, but uh. Right. You know, it's a bunch of, like, small tales about Superman, you know, here, there, and doing this, and also pinups, and actually, there's a, there's a Superman and Robin story. Um, oh, okay. That's pretty cool. It's Robin. Uh, Dick Grayson, Robin. Okay. Um, but, uh... I, 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 I've heard a spoiler on, on this uh, issue. Okay. And if this is actually true, it's kind of stupid. It, okay. Does does he end up becoming Cain and walk the earth? Uh, sort of. That's just dumb. Yeah, well, that's the the whole next storyline is called Grounded, and he's basically just walking across. I mean, I'm going to am guess America, but I'm not really sure. You know, like the concept is pretty sound. Right. Um. I'm interested. The catalyst is not though. The catalyst is horrible. Well, yeah, the the catalyst is like 
one of like the worst. Spoilers. Oh, oh God, I'm going to spoil this. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, there's no point in reading this. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically, like, <laughs> if you're going to read it, you can start at 701 very easily and save yourself quite a bit of aggravation. Right. Um. Yeah. The the catalyst that sets him off is that Superman just got done fighting in the 100-minute war against Krypton. He was over on Krypton for a year trying to make sure that they don't kill themselves and us. And, you know, he was doing some really important things that only Superman could do. And he left Earth in pretty good hands. I mean, like, you know, all the other heroes were like... uh, you know, chipping in to to help out while Superman wasn't around. And Blackest Night happened. Yeah, Blackest Night happens. You know, he, he stopped home for for that. Right. But uh, the catalyst to this next storyline, which is completely ridiculous, is in the middle of a press conference, you know, Superman's like, you know, I'm back, I'm here, I'm going to prove to you that you know, I am for America, and, you know, that this is my home world. And in the middle of it, like, this woman, this crazy lady, comes up and slaps Superman in the face. That wouldn't hurt her hand. Yeah, really. It's like, I, I don't know, I don't I don't think you can feel that. You know, I don't even know if you can feel anything. It's like, but this is a photo of me and my husband. My husband died of a brain tumor four days ago. Inoperable, they said. And then she blames Superman because... He could have seen the tumor with his X-ray vision, and he could have killed the tumor with his heat ray vision, without harming the surrounding tissue. So it's not—it's not because he was a casualty, you know, an innocent casualty of the war. No. It's not because Superman threw Metallo through a building and it killed this guy. Nope. It's—it's <laughs> it's because he should have been able to see it. Answered her prayers and fixed it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, like. God. Yeah, oh, man. It's like, I tried to get in touch with you. I called Metro- you know, Metropolis. I called uh, the Daily Planet, and they couldn't get a hold of you. They said you were doing something important. Because he never gets those calls. Yeah, he was doing something important, you know, saving the planet. But your husband, who, like, you know, millions of other people every year, you know, tragically, tragically so, died of cancer. Absolutely. And you're blaming Superman. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I mean, it's like it's like chopping down an oak tree because the oak tree didn't produce a, a magical fruit that cured cancer. <laughs> Where's my magic acorns? Oh, God. Yeah, dude, I, I heard that. I forget what podcast I was listening to. And I'm yeah. like, really? Really? Yeah. That's where you're going with that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the direction that the comic is going to take, I think it can be very interesting. I think it is an interesting take on Superman. But I think what they had to do to get him there was like, completely and utterly ridiculous and it would have been so much more satisfying if they had done it some other way yeah he's basically Jules from uh, Pulp Fiction <laughs> I'm gonna walk the earth oh god okay 
So, that's Superman. And I guess, let's see, I'll close this out with uh, one of my stories. Cool. Okay, so, during Super Show, or just before Super Show, I came up with a sketch idea. And I don't know if I told you my original sketch idea, did I, Jason? I believe so. Well, I definitely didn't share it on the uh, the, the forums, so right. we're saving it for for some you know big episode storyline, whatever. So here we go. This is this is where I'm telling my story. Originally, my plan was to have multiple artists recreate every cover of Green Lantern that's come out so far. Yeah, I recall that. Yeah, the size of a sketch card, though. And to go about doing this, I would get the, what was it, 11 by 17 comic pages, the ones that the professionals use for actually, you know, drawing comics. Right. And, like, divide it up into a grid of 16 boxes. Like, the the way that it divides up is you can get 16 boxes of 2.5 by 3.5 rectangles, which is the size of a sketch card. Mm-hmm. And there's enough room just below that for them to write their name. So, cool. yeah, so, like, I, I was doing the math, and, you know, I was going to need a bunch of these pages, and I had to, you know, draw grids on all of them. I had to figure out, okay, who am I going to get to draw each one? And, you know, um, a lot of people I would just give an option to. Okay, well, which cover do you want to draw? And I'd have to come up with a bunch of reference material so that they would know what cover they're drawing. That's quite the project. Oh, yeah, it's... That's a lifetime project. Yeah, well, yeah, that that's what I realized eventually. Like, for one thing, the making the pages would be an enormous project in and of itself. Because I, I ended up getting one done and then getting so busy, uh, especially with the, the Red Lantern battery also, that I never had time to make any more of these pages. And the other thing that occurred to me was like, well, wait a second. Every year, 12 issues of Green Lantern comes out, 12 issues of Green Lantern Corps comes out, and then, you know, if they start up a new series after Blackest Night, which they are, right? you know, that's like, what, 36 issues? That's 36 more covers every year that I'm going to have to add on to this project. Not including crossovers, not including special events. Right. Not not including uh, one-shots or anything like that. So, you know, then I'm thinking, it's like, well, if I go to, you know, a couple of conventions every year, like, the, the cost and feasibility of getting, you know, that many covers done, like, it's not, it's not that feasible. It's, it's possible, but it's, it's definitely not easy. And it would cost a fortune. So, you know, like, I, I, I didn't really shelve the idea, but because Super Show was coming so so soon, I kind of had to modify it. So I like the idea of people giving their takes on covers. And, you know, I did have the one page. So what I did was I got one of my favorite covers of all time is the issue of Superman where... Superman is on the cover as a Green Lantern. It was an issue, it was part of a storyline where he was in a mind control machine and they were running scenarios as if, what if Superman had been sent to Oa instead of Earth? What if he had been sent to Ran instead of Earth? 
what if he had been sent to Thanagar, and stuff like that, to see, like, what kind of stories, well, what kind of life he would lead if he was on, you know, those planets. Right. And, yeah, this one cover, it's it's so cool. It's got Superman as a Green Lantern, which is a theme that I love. And, you know, the colors are great. And uh, the uh, the person that had actually drawn the cover originally was Walt Simonson. And uh, and he was actually going to be at the show, too, the Super Show. Right. So I had a couple of issues, a couple of, uh, you know, this, this Superman issue, one of which I had actually gotten signed by Walt Simonson at a previous convention. And so since I had my, my one sheet that was all, you know, carved up into uh, the grid, I got a bunch of different artists to give their take on this one cover, on this one page. The first person I got to do it was Dave Dwanch. And, like, I'm so happy that I went with Dave because, like, I love his art. I love his art on Space Time Condominium, the web comic. And, like, I had contacted him prior to, you know, the show to get him to do a cover. I didn't realize it was going to be this project, but I did want him to get something done. So, because he started it, you know, like, he did such an amazing job. Like, he, like... He totally rose to the occasion, which set it off so that everybody after him was like, oh, well, that's the one to beat now, you know? Right, right. So, yeah, exactly. So I got one by Dave Dwanch. I got one by William Dean Blankenship Jr., who goes by three and a half on the forums. I got right. one by Andrew Charapar. I got one by Harold Jeanette. I got one by Big Jim Miller and uh, one by Michael Schwartz, who goes by Green Skeleton 2 on the forums. I believe so. And I'll uh, I'll have a, a scan of this up on the web when this episode goes up. But, I mean, like, to see everybody do the different styles for this one cover, it's such a cool design. And... When you give it to the artist, like, they love drawing it because it's like a challenge. It's like, okay, well, now I have to put my mark on this. And, you know, I want it to, you know, be better than everybody else's. And, like, everybody just keeps on stepping it up. So it's like the final project is something amazing. The uh, On the forums, Chad had started a thread a while back as far as sketch ideas. And, again, like, I didn't want to post this because... I really wanted to like unleash the idea on the on the show. Right. But like as far as all the ideas that I've come up with in the past, you know, like you know, you can have a sketchbook with a theme. You know, I've had that. I've had sketchbook sketchbooks with themes that like I create, you know, things that aren't uh, the typical, you know, thing that people ask for. And you know, like I kind of, and certain characters that you go for. I've gone like through those and like as much as I love those sketches you know they're not as original as I would like because I mean anybody can go and ask for a Superman sketch you know and unless you're like really tailoring it like okay I want Superman you know shaking hands with a Muppet you know right. so stuff like that you know that that stuff is pretty interesting you know if you're going really all out or even uh uh, jam pieces, those are those are great too. But but this, you know, having this page of 
all these different art styles in, in one spot to see all of their different takes. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. No, it was, I, I've seen it. It's phenomenal. Is it uh, Superman from Krypton to Oa, number 147? Yes, that's the one. Yeah, I love that issue. So, and the cover is amazing. Yeah. And while we were at the show, I, I showed Walt Simonson, and he, he got a kick out of it, too. So, my goal is, you know, I have six spots taken up so far. Out of 16? Out of, yeah, out of 16. So, I got 10 left on this page. What I'm going to do is, at New York Comic Con, I'm going to go around and get, like, I'm going to try and get nine sketches. I don't know if I'll get every one this time, whatever. But once I have the nine, I'm going to go to Walt Simonson, and I'm going to get him to to do a sketch on this also, because he did the original one. And then I'm going to frame it next to the actual cover. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That is... That's such a unique idea. I mean, I've never seen anything like that before. And like you were saying before, the different takes on different ways to get sketches done and whatnot. Yeah. But to have all that artwork together and on such a, you know, on a smaller scale. Yeah. So they, they have to make every every line count. Yeah. It's awesome. So, so that's my sketch idea. And since I completely had forgotten before, you have a Walt Simonson story that you wanted to tell. Yeah, this is uh, kind of an embarrassing one. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, uh, it's really bad. At Super Show, Walt Simonson was there, and he was doing free head sketches, pretty much. You know, like a bust. And Andrew Charapar uh, with PKD Media, I got, I think, ten sketches from him, which were awesome. Uh, Different takes on the different cores with just alternate people in the different color course. And because I handed him quite a bit of money, you know, he and I talked and whatnot, and we became, you know, pretty good friends right while we were there. And he was really busy the whole time he was there. And he tells me, like, Jason, can you do me a huge favor? I'm like, what's up? And he goes, can you go over and get a Batgirl sketch from Walt Simonson for me? He's like, I can't leave. I'm backed up. I have all these sketches to do. Can you please just, you know, go get that for me? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. Dude. So I go and get in line, and I have, you know, my piece of, of drawing paper. And I get up there, and I'm like, Mr. Simonson, um, you know, pleasure to meet you, sir. Uh, may I please have a sketch of Batgirl? He goes, okay, do you have any reference material? Um, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, <laughs> hold, that, hold that thought, and I'll be right back. And there was someone else standing with him, and it wasn't it wasn't his wife, but there was there was another gentleman standing with him. Like I don't recall who that was, but so I, I went, you know, feverishly looking for a Batgirl anything, um, to have his reference material. I went to the different you know people that were selling comic books and whatnot, and nobody had any Barbara Gordon Batgirl. Right. So I go back to Andrew Charpar, and I'm like, dude, he he needs reference material. Um, nobody has any. He goes, hold on a second. And he draws me a sketch of Batgirl. <laughs> so I go up to Walt Simonson and ask him for a sketch based on a sketch. <laughs> and the gentleman that was with him pointed that out. He's like, really? You're asking him to draw a sketch and the reference material you brought is a sketch from somebody else? <laughs> 
I felt about two inches tall. I'm like, um, I, I'm sorry. Um, this isn't for me. It's that guy over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, I, I, I don't know the protocol for this. I, you know, I apologize if I offended you. Um, he asked me to get this. Uh, he's a big fan. And I, he didn't have any reference material, so he just sketched one up real quick. And so Walt Simonson drew the head sketch, and it was, it was funny because he was kind of just looking at me like, "You're an idiot. You, <laughs> you are a giant idiot." And I was at the time, so you know, all fairness. But yeah, I felt really, really stupid. Oh man, I, I have to say, like Walt Simonson is—he's really cool. I, I've I've got to meet him at a couple of conventions now, and. The first time I met him, he signed the, you know, Superman cover for me. The second time I met him, he did a free sketch of Cowman for me. Awesome. And, you know, the third time, you know, he was happy to, you know, see this this project that I had started. So, I, I don't I don't think he was uh, <laughs> I don't think he was too angry or anything like that. Oh no, I, I'm not, you know, trying to, you know, attack his character or anything. I no. just think he looked at me like. Wow, you're new. <laughs> oh man, yeah. If anybody out there, if you see Walt Simonson at a convention, like he's definitely somebody to to get a sketch from. He's he's very cool. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, I'm not trying to to you know degrade him by any stretch of the imagination. He was awesome, and he was awesome for doing it. You know, good sport. It's just it was more of my perception of the whole situation, and it's not even for me. You know, I'm not yeah. even getting a sketch for me, and. I'm looking like a total tool. <laughs> um, and I don't think he would have said anything, but the other guy had said something. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I think that's a pretty good episode, Jason. I concur. Okay, so if you would like to email us, we are at lanterncast at gmail.com or jim, dan, or jason at lanterncast.com. You can go to lanterncast.com and find all of our episodes. You can find a link to our Facebook page or a link to the newly restored forum. Woohoo! And if that's down by the time that you listen to this episode, <laughs> there's also the temporary forum. Yes. Um, there's a tutorial on how to build a Red Lantern battery. Awesome. And... Uh, uh, at some point, we'll add a link to the uh, Twitter for Rage Kitty, which I believe is twitter.com slash Rage Kitty. And are you um, going to be scanning your sketches of the the cover and putting that in the gallery? I'll, yeah, I'll put that in the gallery, but I think I'll also put a link right in the, uh, the show notes. Cool. Um, and if you want to call our voicemail line, we are at 206. Six zero zero seven three five seven. I think that's it. Can you think of anything else, Jason? I think that's it. Okay. I'm looking at I'm looking at the tutorial right now. That's awesome. So uh, we'll close this out, and Jason, let me know what you think of that issue. I will. I, I think uh, I'm gonna have to get the girls ready now. They need <laughs> yeah. to start getting ready to go. Yeah. Uh, to yes, maybe to grandma's. And. <laughs> Before we go to Grandma's, we might have to stop off at the comic book store and sit in the parking lot for five or so minutes. No! <laughs> <laughs> I, this is my time. 
Um, I'm Daddy. I drive. Therefore, you are at my beck and call. Um, because it might be closed afterwards, and this is super important. This is like. No, it's not. It's just a comic book. It's not important. You are not my child. You are not my child. Yes, I am. Is it is so important to everyone's no, lives. Young lady. How about it, it's important to your life because if I don't get this done, you're not going to grandma's. Yeah, let's go. Uh huh. <laughs> How quickly our attitudes change. Get ready, ladies. No. You don't want to go to grandma's? Yes. All right, then get ready. <laughs> go get ready. Go get ready. Go get ready. You're dismissed. Go get ready. Go get ready. Okay, get everything else ready, and then you can vacuum in before you do. Tell me it's not important. Okay. And on that note, good night, everybody. <laughs> good night, everybody. Jazz. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you Wonder Woman's new costume. What do you think? Mm-hmm. You like it? Mm-hmm. What do you like about it? Mm-hmm. Talking to the mic. Mm-hmm. Come here. Talking to the mic. What do you do? Not like right into it, but like mm-hmm. right here, you're fine. What do you like about it? I like how her jeans. You like her pants? Yeah, and her jacket, how it goes with her shirt. You like her jacket? Think she's yeah. accessorizing properly? Yes, and I right Her choker? <laughs> well, that's what it's called. It's called a choker. Mm-hmm. You like that then? Mm-hmm. So that'd be something you'd be interested in reading? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are you acting all shy? Yeah. Speak, girl, speak. <laughs> Don't say, <laughs> Roinks, rot, roll, raggy. <laughs> and now for Beast. If she doesn't eat with me, she doesn't eat at all. <laughs> Should I give him Mickey Mouse? Oh boy! <laughs> Let's go, Goofy! Gars! <laughs> okay, Mickey. Thanks for noticing me. I'm just going to sit here and eat some thistles. What else? Shrek 4? Should we do Shrek 4? Yes. Do the roar! Do it! I love you, Daddy! What else? Um. Elephant? Let's see if I can do the elephant. Uh, monkey? Yes. <laughs> Did you tell them about the story where you were at Target? I haven't told them that story. <laughs>